Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is ESPN Radio. Put these two fools together in the morning. When it comes to reuniting Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie Coleman, somebody's going to lose their job for this one doing that this morning here on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPN2 and ESPNU. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Long time no see, partner. What's going on, man? What's your name again? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> you are? <laughs> Good to see you, Coach. Good to be back with you, uh, man. Uh, pleasure, uh, pleasure. Yeah. A lot of people hear, hear that intro and they're going, wait a minute. What? Exactly. Did I stay out too late? Yeah, right is wrong. Up is down, <laughs> left is right. Everything's just pandemonium when it comes to that because normally we do the night show when it comes to Freddie Fitzsimmons and with the new lineup happening, Ian's going to be doing a show at Amber Wilson. That's going to be from 7 to 10. I'll be doing a show at Harry Doug's from 3 to 7. So it's kind of cool to have a reuniting situation with my partner who we had a chance to work with each Peaches other for eight cream, years. man. Peanut it, butter yeah. and jelly. Yeah, yeah. All that good keep, stuff. Keep the food thing coming to make everybody hungry this early. Let's put it that way because we were talking about food before the show got started. Ian's go. Thanks, Freddie. Now I'm really hungry. Now you're talking about bananas, foster cake that you have from the flight deck at Lexington and down in Lexington, South Carolina. I had Ian Fitzsimmons the whole staff hungry this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can get in a three-point stance right now and fire off at a, like a nice yeah. petite fillet. Oh, I, that's how man. hungry I am right now because of our pre-show meeting. So yes. appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. By the way, speaking of our pre-show meeting, we'll definitely get into Anthony Richardson. And is it too early? for the Indianapolis Colts to start their rookie quarterback because he's going to be QB one day one for the Colts when that season gets started. We'll do that in a couple of minutes. But our poor guy, Pat Costello, behind the scenes, our producer, Ian sent us a text of a picture yesterday because apparently two dogs in the Fitzsimmons household are not enough. We're going here now. We're doing this now. We're huh? doing this okay, right now. Right Absolutely. Here. There hey, we go. Hey, okay. when, Pat will back me up. When you text us those pictures of a stray dog that your wife, Kitty, found, you knew that was going to start the show because for those who don't know, Ian grew up on a thoroughbred horse farm in Louisiana. He loves dogs. Dogs love him. He's already got two, Buck and Nola. So I'll let you take it from here about another stray dog finding its way into the Fitzsimmons household because Pat's like, I have a nice place in Connecticut. Why can't I find a stray dog or two? Dude, so my wife, Catherine, she goes and walks Buck and Nola pretty much every morning at White Rock Lake right where near where I live in Dallas, Texas. Normally, she's gone for about an hour and 20 minutes. The girls are getting ready for the second day of school, and all of a sudden, back in the driveway, coming up like 90 miles an hour, right. here comes my wife's car. And I'm looking out the door from, from the kitchen, and I see Buck, who we found the first week of school when my oldest daughter, Rowan, was starting middle school. Right. Well, now my youngest daughter is starting high school, and... We discovered Buck, you know, under a bridge or whatever. And, of course, Kitty brings a dog home. Now Buck has been six years later. Buck is still here, right? I mean, he, he's <laughs> howling his butt yeah, off. Here we go. So, oh, God. <laughs> so he, he's musically inclined. Play Pavarotti, you get a good howl. He sounds like a wolf. But anyway, <laughs> so she pulls in. Buck's, like, in her lap. And I see this little black mass about right. the size of my hand. And I'm going, I think your mom found a puppy. Mm-hmm. Now both girls are in a tizzy. What? Huh? Puppy? They've been asking me for a puppy for years. I'm going, no, we're a two-dog household. Not no more. 
coach. <laughs> she comes in. She's covered in mud. Tears just streaming down her face. <laughs> what? Was what? that the dog? <laughs> it sounded that was, like. That was, mean, pro- that was probably Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one in tears. Next thing you know, she brings the pup in, right? We're, you know, I got to go over to PetSmart and get some puppy formula, but they don't open till 9. This oh, is at 745. Boy. I got to go across the street to the vet. You know, they give me whatever in a, in a bottle. Next thing you know, Cat's going at 10 o'clock to our vet, get the dog checked out. We're $600 in the hole already, oh, and about man. two hours in because of this little pup who was underneath a log in a ravine. Really? And, oh, yeah. And she's walking along. Nola, the older dog, hears this little whimper, goes down the ravine. Next thing you know, Cat's got two dogs tied up, crawling under a log, finds this thing. I'm going, you know, there's coyotes. There's snakes. You're lucky. You. I mean, what, what are you doing? She's covered in mud, tears coming down her face. We believe I gotta take it. Oh, yes, okay. We go, yes, yes, sure, yep, okay. Next thing you know, I hear Rowan and Marin, my 17 and 15 year old, talking about names. Oh, boy. So now, once you name something, that's it. It's yours. It's church. Yep. It's over, ball game. I lose, they win. It's, it, it is over. Uh huh. So now they have settled in on three names okay. for this puppy that is, a, is 10 days old. Okay, wow. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to feed this thing out of a bottle. It's Gibbs, okay, Gunny, all right, Abby, all right, or Ducky, uh, all awesome. from the great show NCIS. NCIS. They, right. My girls love it. So, so what name do you like? That's what I want. Well, to I like Gibbs, but our neighbors down the street just named their puppy Gibbs. So you so, can't have two, yeah, so that's, that's out. out. That's they, out. They, they got there first. They crossed the finish line, so that's right. done. Right. I like Gunny. Okay. Even though the dog's a female, but hey, right. man, women can be sergeants, so come on True. with it. I okay. like Gunny. Okay. I, I'm kind of partial to Ducky because I, that's they my favorite character. They found it at White Rock Lake, and uh, yeah, and that, so right now, I think Ducky's the leader in the clubhouse, but all I know is this. <laughs> the dog woke up at 1.30, wanting to be fed, right. you know, and Kitty just woke up again at 4.30 uh-huh. to feed the dog yet again. My, the two older dogs are like, what in the hell is going on around here? <laughs> and you know what's going to happen in six months. Right. I, th- we already have two dogs that sleep in the bed with us. You're about to have a third. I'm about to get kicked out. Yes, you are. going to need a bigger bed. No, that's not going to happen. Costello, shut up. Pat's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, why am I catching these strays? I'm trying to help you here. No, that's the problem. That's my wife. Strays gravitate to this woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, she found, she got me like 20 years there ago. Bad go. catch, but she didn't turn it loose. The ultimate right? stray dog. Yeah. So, so we, Nola Rescue, Buck found first week of school. Now, Ducky. Yesterday, I mean, come on, can I buy a break? Your, your, wife Please? Like, your wife is like the patron saint of lost causes, and it started with you. I'm, amen. Yes, it did. So that, that's 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 my day at my last 24 hours. There you go. Right? I mean, we got medical expenses, we're feeding uh-huh. dogs in the middle of the night right yep. out of a bottle. I uh-huh. mean, it's a stray, it's been named now, it's mine. Son of a here we go. And here now you got to go mattress shopping. <laughs> You need a Serta well, or you know a how much Casper. those things cost? Well, put it this way. He's in the same state with Mattress Mac. That should be an easy sell yeah. as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Casper. There you, you go. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, we place a wager on how long the dog sleeps until oh, you know, I'm taking what the, are the odds. What if, whatever the over-under is, the night. I'm taking the under. I'm hammering the under. Period. Hey, is that story. how you're planning to pay for the mattress is betting on this? Well, why not? Well, why not? Why not? 
Come on. How, 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 Chris McGlynn, how long have you not known us? That's true. Wagering works, as it's called. It's Over wagering. Over Georgia right? wins yep. on the season. Uh-huh. Over 10 and a half. Yep. There we go. That's how you pay for That's the bed bills on a new puppy. There, there you, you go. go. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. If you have any suggestions for Ian Hallow Handle, dog number three in the Fitzsimmons household, let yeah, us put know. Put on a poll. What name? What, what should we name, the dog? name the dog? Come yeah. on with what, it. There we, we go. Got Gunny, yeah, Abby, everybody involved. We got Gunny, Abby, or Ducky for Ian's new dog. Why so not? Join, talk that talk. What should the dog's name be for the third dog in the Fitzsimmons household? Would you keep the puppy? No, yeah, keep the puppy. That puppy's not going anywhere now. You can forget it. You'll be out the house when that puppy will be out the house. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. What should the name of the new puppy be for the Fitzsimmons household? Gunny, Abby, or Ducky, 888-729-3776. Speaking of lost causes, we get to the Indianapolis Colts. Try not to be a lost cause anymore because now they believe that Anthony Richardson should be rushed, depending on who you talk to. He's going to be the starting quarterback when it comes to day one. Darren Olofsky, who played in the NFL, now an ESPN NFL analyst, on NFL Live was asked the question, should this be happening this soon for Anthony Richardson being quarterback one for the Indianapolis Colts? And his answer was... Absolutely the right decision. Number one, I don't think the Colts are going to be contenders this year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get him on the field because the only way for him to gain experience is actually play. Do not be San Francisco with Trey Lance. That's part of this conversation. Number two, figure out what he is. What's he good at? What's he struggle with? What do we have to get around him for Mm. the future? That's going to be another part of it. So, Ian, based on that and based on your experiences, you've seen Anthony Richardson play when he played at Florida a couple of times. Uh, What do you make of this decision? By the Colts to say, yep, we're not going to wait. The future is now with the Indianapolis Colts and Anthony Richardson as our starting quarterback. I would have let him see the speed of the game a bit, Freddie, even though he's he's only played in 13 games at the University of Florida. And you take his 15 best plays, you're going, he's going, you're having a, a, a view, a thought of him going to Canton. I mean, he looked that good. <laughs> right. Right. His 15 worst plays, seniors in high school look better than that. So, you can make the you, know, you can make the argument of he needs as much experience as possible because he doesn't have a lot of experience mm-hmm. and throw him out there. But I would have probably, if it were me, I'd have gone Gardner Minshew's my starter, right. let him see the speed of the game for a couple of weeks, and then put him in there. But bottom line is he does need the burn. He needs to get out there. I just don't know if I would have done it week one. It would not have happened if Frank Reich was the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Shane Steichen is the head coach of this football team. He's thinking, you know what, that's why we drafted this guy and he's here. I'm not going to wait. And he knows Gardner Minshew as well. When they were together in Philadelphia, he knew kind of quality back of the Gardner Minshew turned out to be yep. behind Jalen Hurts. When he had a chance to get to a couple of spot starts for that team, he was able to play pretty well for the Philadelphia Eagles. We've seen that when it comes to Gardner Minshew. But if you're Shane Steichen, to me, this smells of the fact that this was not a Shane Steichen decision, Ian. To me, this has all the makings of this being a Jim Ursay decision. As the, as the Indianapolis Colts owner. Because I don't want to say that Shane Steichen does not have the call to make those kind of decisions, but you got a guy paying your paycheck that wants the Anthony Richardson sooner than later. I wonder how much of this, Ian, was a Jim Ursay decision above a Shane Steichen decision or a Chris Bell decision, the coach and general manager, respectively, with the Indianapolis Colts. Well, if you're a Colts fan, you're praying that it was not an Ursay decision and Steichen got pressured into it already because we know how that works out when yeah. owners are dictating to coaches what should happen on the field. It never works well. Yeah, it never does, and especially Jim Ursay, there's been a lot of things he's done that have not worked well 
for the Indianapolis Colts trying to find another quarterback after Andrew Luck retired on him. And it seems that was so, so long ago. With Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, and ESPNU. And the future of Florida State will affect the future of college football. What does their football coach think about all of that? He'll join us. Speaking of football, the season's about to kick off, and FanDuel's giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time when they win in the regular season. So visit FanDuel.com slash play and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling helpline MA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 21 plus and present in select states. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $50 unless specified otherwise. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com. RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Freddie Coleman. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning for you. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're going to blink your eyes, and opening weekend of college football is going to be right here, an out-of-sight matchup on Sunday, September 3rd, as number 5 LSU takes on number 8 Florida State. Catch that game at 7.30 Eastern time on ESPN, ABC, and also ESPN Radio. My man Ian Fitzsimmons will be a part of that coverage. But, Ian, when it comes to Florida State, a lot of people talking not as much about that out-of-sight matchup, but about the future in college football and Florida State being a big part of that. They're back where, uh, you know, where they belong. And college football is better when blue bloods like Florida State 
are outstanding football teams. They're preseason number eight. Their head coach, Mike Norvell, uh, since coming up from Memphis, has done a remarkable job in building this program back up. And he joins us now here on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. And, Coach, thank you so much for your time. Um, can't wait to see you coming up in Orlando against number five LSU. What's this journey been like for you personally, building Florida State back up and having them in a position to try and make a run? Well, you know, it's been uh, extremely fulfilling, you know, to see uh, a group of young men that have truly, uh, you know, bought into the, the, the culture, the standard, uh, the, the, the willingness to work to, to get the program back to, you know, where we all uh, hope and desired for it to, uh, to, to get to. And, uh, you know, we're still on our journey. But, uh, you know, to see a, a group of young men that have really come together, I mean, it's, it's special. And, and for all the things that they're doing, you know, on the field and, and showing that improvement, you know, who they are off the field and the work they put in in that, in that regards is, uh, is truly something special as well. But uh, you we're excited about the season, excited about the opportunities and the challenges that are ahead. And just, uh, you know, I just can't wait to see this team, uh, you know, go out and, you know, continue to showcase the identity of who they are. On your Twitter handle, Coach underscore Noah Coach, you have hashtag keep climbing. What does that really mean to Florida State football? You know, we, we all we all understand where we want to go, and I think we all aspire to be at the top. Uh, but you know, it's 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 about the journey, and uh, you know, each day we can we can get up and continue to pursue uh, you know that that improvement. Uh, you know, d- continuing to take the positive steps to, to ultimately where we want to be, uh, then we have we have a chance to uh, to accomplish something great. And that doesn't mean there's not going to be days we don't slip. Uh, that doesn't mean there's not going to be days where you might get knocked down a little bit. But as long as you continue to get up and and you know, stay focused on 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 the growth that's ahead of you. Uh, I mean, you can accomplish all things. And, uh, you know, I really believe that our team has, has implemented that, you know, throughout these uh, last few years. I mean, there were some very challenging moments, especially early through the, through the process. Uh, but, you know, we you know, didn't lose focus, you know, didn't lose hope, and just uh, continued to work to, to where we wanted to get to. Well, and you talk about focus. Uh, you get an attention getter again week one. Mm-hmm. We had you last year against LSU uh, in, 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 the, in the Dome, came down to the last play, a, a blocked extra point, and you guys prevail and win. Now you have LSU in Orlando, closer to your backyard, but it's an attention getter week one. How do you feel about that big game coming right off the bat and not, not having a tune-up? Because let's be honest, right? College football, you don't have preseason games like the NFL. So what's that like for you having that big attention getter week one yet again? Oh, I mean, it's exciting. And, uh, yeah, it's one of the reasons you come to Florida State to, to play in, in these games, to kick off the season on that type of stage. Uh, you know, Sunday night, you know, be the only game on. I mean, we're just, we're, we're excited for, uh, for the opportunity. And, um, you know, when you get to have two top 10 teams in the country, uh, squaring off in, 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 in week one, I mean, it's, uh, you know, there's definitely a sense of urgency in, in all things. And, and I think that's, that showed up through the off season, uh, through spring football, obviously summer program. And we definitely are feeling it right now here in the, in the midst fall camp but uh it's uh, definitely going to be a, a great matchup and you know we're looking forward to uh you know, the opportunity to go and compete mike norvell the head coach of number eight florida state they open the season against number five lsu 730 eastern time sunday september 3rd he joins us here with ian fitzsimmons on freddie coleman on espn radio coach you've always been really really good trying to minimize distractions because when you're in charge of a big time program distractions are going to be part and parcel of the whole deal how you been able to handle the whole conversation when it comes to Florida State and wanting more money and trying to make sure they're worried about the future of their program, whether in or outside the ACC? How you been able to maintain that distraction and not affect your preparation, getting ready for LSU when it comes to Week One? You know, we just we stay focused on on the the immediate step that's ahead, and for us, it's it's going out and. 
whether it's, uh, you know, in the weight room, whether it's on the practice field, in the meeting room, you know, we're pushing to get better. And, you know, there's always going to be, um, you know, out, outside events that are going to be going on or people that, that are, that are uh, you saying things, you know, whether it's about our team, whether it's about our university, whatever the, whatever the case may be, um, you know, this is a, this is a special place. And, you know, Florida State, you're, you're, there's going to always be attention on all things surrounding this program and this great university just because of who we are, the tradition we have. Um, you know, we have an incredible fan base. You know, very passionate, um, you know, supporters, and uh, you know, ultimately, um, you know, for us as a team, you know, we just got to go up there. We have, we have to go out each and every day and make sure that we're representing the program the way it deserves to be represented. And we do that through our work. We do that uh, you know, through the, the, the constant improvement of what we can, what we can do, and what we can control, preparing ourselves to be the best that we can be. And uh, you know, that's that's really the mindset that uh, you know, coaches, players, everybody involved uh, tried to take. And uh, you know, we've, we've had to do that throughout the. The years passed, and um, you know, I think it's it's really uh, helped prepare us for all things that are ahead, and you know, make sure that we're maintaining that focus. I want to touch on your team in just a second, like your quarterback Jordan Travis, your outstanding defensive line in one moment, coach. But stay here as far as the state of college athletics and college football. How do you feel about what we're seeing right now in the landscape with the Pac-12 being just disintegrated, and you know, the the, the future of college athletics still looking a bit unknown? You know, it's. Um, I mean, it's, it's challenging. I mean, I, was, you know, I spent four years, uh, you know, out in, a, in coaching at mm-hmm. Arizona State, which was in the Pac-12, and just to see that conference and kind of what's happened. Um, you know, I, I know the the tradition. Um, you know, obviously the, uh, you know, all the legacies that were were built through uh, through that conference. Uh, you know, throughout the history of you know college football, and uh, to see that kind of break up. I mean, you know, there's. Uh, it's definitely you know sad in some in some aspects. I understand that it's a new age in college football uh, with so many things changing. But um, but ultimately, you know, it's uh, uh, you know when you, when you love the game and you love the history of the game. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely disappointing when you see some of the the rivalries or just the the, the things that uh, um, you know held true for so many years that are that are that are evolving and changing. But you know, that's part of this world. And um, and ultimately, I mean. You got to got to control control things that you can control, and uh, you know continue to just kind of roll with the punches with it. Well, coach, let's get into your squad. Uh, preseason number eight. You're coming off a heck of a campaign last year. We'll touch on your quarterback in a sec, but yeah, that D line you've got. I mean, they are just nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Verse, Patrick Payton, and company. They, they're as good as, as maybe any any in college football, but. Daryl Jackson Jr. He transfers into Florida State back in January. Now the NCAA denied him being the having the opportunity to play your reaction to this and you know how does that impact your team and 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 what what was his reaction yeah you know daryl's a remarkable young man and uh you know just um you know obviously there there was a uh, a health issue with his mother and um you know he decided to transfer um you know went into the portal uh you know there in december you know was was enrolled and um you know started classes uh, you know there in early january and then um, you know, January 11th, the NCAA, you know, signed, you know, signed through that there was going to be a, a, a new standard, a new, uh, you know, expectation of, of how they were going to operate with, um, with all things coming to transfers. And unfortunately, you know, Daryl's, Daryl's waiver was denied. And it's, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, the timing of it was, uh, was something that, you know, obviously for everybody here, it's disappointing for the young man. I mean, he's kept a great attitude, continue to work, continue to prepare. Uh, but, you know, when you hear him say statements that, uh, uh, you know, he's, he, he did this, he knows why he came he knows to be with his mom to be able to support him you know her and the family uh but 
to, to hear him have statements where she, you know, she feels like this is her fault that he won't be, be able to play this year. I mean, that, that, that breaks my heart. And, uh, you know, this young man, is, is, you know, he's done everything right, you know, in regards to, to it. Um, you know, he's going to be a great player, um, you know, just very disappointing that it would come to, to, to this resolution, you know, for him. Uh, but, you know, he's just continuing to work and continuing to support his family. And how critical is it to have somebody like Jordan Travis, your starting quarterback, who is one of the best leaders, in my opinion, coach in college football, that kind of helped you navigate this situation involving your team getting ready for the season? Well, I mean, you, Jordan and his experience, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's truly priceless. I mean, he's, he's been through it all. Uh, he's been through the highs, been through the lows, but you know he is just a, a wonderful uh, young man. He's so very humble in all that he does, and he's a special player. He, I mean, he is one of the best foot, football players uh, you know, in the country, and just uh, the, the way that he approaches every day. I mean, he's truly bringing a championship attitude and, and mentality to each practice, to each rep. And you know, when you have you know your best players that are working and improving like he is, I mean, it's just an inspiration to everybody around to it, everybody else that's around him. And you know, he's gonna. Um, you know, he's done a remarkable job. And he's a great representative of our program and, and ultimately what we want it to be. And, you know, I'm excited to see him play. And, you know, just the, the impact that he's had on those around him has been, been remarkable. That's part of the reason why he's got some Heisman hype coming into no the doubt. 23 campaign. As we turn you loose, what did you do to get away from the game? You always have to recharge as a coach. What, what did you do to step aside and go, you know what, all right, now I'm ready? Well, you know, uh, during the uh, during the summer, get a few weeks, and uh, so my wife and I and daughter, we we, we go to the lake, and uh, you know, it's about three miles down a dirt road, so there's only cell phone service in a couple spots, and I get to choose when I go there. So uh, it's good good uh, good disconnect for a while, but uh, you know, we're we're excited about this year and excited about uh, you know all that's ahead for this team and and this uh, this program. So uh, we're definitely all fired up to get back and, and get rolling. And uh, kick it off on 7:30 Eastern time on ABC Sunday, September 3rd, number eight, Florida State taking on LSU, number five in the country. The head coach of Mike of Florida State is Mike Norvell. By the way, do not challenge him in a 100-yard dash race. He has beaten his team doing that. He will beat you doing that. He joined Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio. Coach, thank you so much for the time. And go be taking on LSU on September 3rd, my friend, and you take care. Guys, appreciate you having me on, and go Knowles. No doubt about it. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. Hit him on Twitter at Ian Fitzespn. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. A little Freddie Fitzsimmons in the morning. And we're going to talk about two futures. Florida State and their future in college athletics and the future of the naming the dog in the household of the Fitzsimmons family. By the way, we've gotten your tweets at Ian Fitz ESPN and at Coleman ESPN. What will be the new dog name for the Fitzsimmons in that household? We'll do that next on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. So what is going to be the new name of the new dog in the Fitzsimmons household? We'll do that in five minutes here on ESPN Radio this morning. Got Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, you can weigh in. Here are your choices. Gunny, Abby, or Ducky. We're going to get the poll results that are on Twitter right now at ESPN Radio and at Ian Fitz ESPN and at Coleman ESPN. You can weigh in at triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776. What should be the name of the dog, Gunny, Abby, or Ducky in the Fitzsimmons household? The bigger question is why is there a new dog in the Fitzsimmons household? I'll leave that to that, you to explain. That's the, that's the bigger question, right? My, yes. Stray, you just find my wife. <laughs> You're just tuning in. It's about a 10-day-old abandoned pup that my wife found at, uh-huh. at, at a lake, White Rock, White Rock Lake that's near where I live in Dallas. And next thing you know, the puppy's here. Yes. I got vet bills. I got puppy formula. Uh-huh. I mean, we're feeding the pup out of a bottle. Right. And there is no way, no chance <laughs> that this dog is leaving the house. Exactly. I, I now have three dogs. It's done. It's over yeah. because the girls are thinking about names, and those are the three they've come up with. By, the, screwed. Way, by the way, Travis Pelletier on, on X at Ian Fitz ESPN at Coleman ESPN says, name her LJ for Leroy Jethro. Now they're not That's two dogs named Gibbs on the street where you live because you said one of your neighbors already has named their dog Gibbs at the Leroy Jethro Gibbs from yep. NCIS. There you go. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah. It's uh, yeah. my wife was up at one thirty, feeding a ten day old uh-huh. the palm of her hand out of, uh, with a bottle. And, and that means that That's dog has, going on right That now. means that dog has more stroke in your household than you do. I, I was a distant fourth in this household. I got two kids <laughs> and two dogs. I got four kids: two right. two legged, two four legged. Now I've got I'm a distant fifth. <laughs> Easily, <laughs> completely. There's no doubt. Sixth, yeah. actually. Yeah, really sixth. You, you can't forget I'm your mom. Can't right. forget about mom. Mercy. I'll tell it. I'll, I'm going to tell it. I'll tell on you. Let's put it that way. Eunice says, by the way, she's going to miss us in the evenings. Thanks for the laughs. She says the dog's name. You have to go with Abby. That's what she says. Sure. Abby. <laughs> he is like, I don't care. According to the poll right now, BPI chance of a puppy name, 45% in favor has it going that way to Ducky, 30% for Abby. So and Gunny's in third with twenty five percent. Hey, go. why not? We're Earth, here to help. Why not? Here we are. We're here to help when it comes to that. So, we'll <laughs> can, if you got any thoughts about what the dog should be named, like we mentioned, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six, we'll find exactly what the dog's name is going to be in the Fitzsimmons household. But there's no doubt about the fact that the Florida State University football team are back to being dogs in college football and in a good way. They're going to have an out-of-sight matchup Labor Day weekend. Number eight in the country, they take on number five LSU Ian. You'll be a part of that coverage on ESPN Radio. That game on ABC at 7.30 Eastern time. We just had the Florida State head coach, Mark Norvell, who was here about five to ten minutes ago. And he says with all that's going on with realignment and conferences just cannibalizing teams for their own well-being, he said it's really disappointing to see what has happened with a certain conference called the Pac-12 in college football. 
it's challenging. I mean, I, was, you know, I spent four years coaching at mm-hmm. Arizona State, which was in the Pac-12, and just to see that conference and kind of what's happened. You know, I, I know the the tradition. Obviously, the the legacies that were were built through uh, through that conference. Uh, you know, throughout the history of you know college football, and uh, to see that kind of break up. I mean, you know, there's. Uh, it's definitely you know sad in some in some aspects. I understand that it's a new age in college football uh, with so many things changing. But um, but ultimately, you know, it's uh, when you when you love the game and you love the history of the game. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely disappointing when you see some of the the rivalries or just the things that uh, you know held true for so many years that are evolving and changing. But you know, that's part of this world. And um, and ultimately, I mean. You know, you gotta gotta control control things that you can control, and uh, you know, continue to just kind of roll with the punches with it. He's spot on. He's right, and we'll get used to it, Freddie. I've, mm-hmm. I've said this going back to you know when the Big Twelve was almost you know done with yep. like a few years ago. Bob Bowlesby did a remarkable job in saving the Big Twelve, not once but twice. Something that Larry Scott, you know, he mm-hmm. drove that the Pac-12, the former Pac-12 commissioner, into the ground, and Klyovkov had two years to fix it, yep. and he couldn't. So here we are, right? And, you know, a positive with the Big 12 is that you do get a rivalry renewed in Utah and BYU. They're going to play each other every year now. They, we didn't have that game two years ago. Right. Uh, last year we got it back, but we, th- that should be played every single year. You know, we've lost Nebraska and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I was a part of that call, you know, a couple of years ago, having those two iconic logos and helmets swap paint yet again was outstanding, but it, it, we should have that game every single year, but we don't. We lost the backyard brawl for a while. Yeah, we got we, it back with Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Yes, yeah. man, but we can't lose Oregon, Oregon State. We can't lose the Apple Cup with Washington, Washington State. Right. Those are rivalries that need to stay intact somehow, mm-hmm. some way, but to Coach's point, I don't, know, I don't know if he can. I don't know if we'll be able to, just because there are so many teams in these new mega conferences that how are you going to be able to play that out-of-conference game? You know, yeah. in the future, Freddie may be a 64-team mega conference, you know, that everyone goes into it. Chip Kelly's talked about that, the head coach at UCLA. I've been told it's going to end up being three mega conferences, mm-hmm. but who knows? But in the moment, right, it stinks. We're yeah. all with Coach Norvell, but we will get used to it. We are used to Penn State being in the Big Ten. Ask a 25-year-old right now, going, you remember when Penn State was an independent? They had no idea. Unless you're a no. diehard, yeah, you're going, wait a minute. Yeah. Penn State was an independent? Mm-hmm. We'll get used to whatever the new landscape is, but in the moment, it hurts. It stinks. Yeah, I warned people post-pandemic when a lot of those athletic budgets were going south and people were getting furloughed. I said, they're going to find a way to make that money back. And how do you do that? You start to align with bigger conferences so that money and that gravy train does not run out of the bowl and run dry. I warned people about this right after the pandemic slowed down. I said, they're going to find a way to make that money back. And how do you do that? You align yourself with like-minded teams where everybody can come together and the little guy is going to be damned. And what has happened? We've seen exactly what's happened with Texas and Oklahoma being frenemies going to the Southeastern Conference. You have USC and UCLA, all that tradition where you there is no Pac-12 without USC. And they looked at the Pac-12 and said, man, I'm going to use your term, Ian Fitzsimmons, you guys are a conference on a foundation of sand, and yep. we are not sinking into the ground based on tradition and staying together. Mm-mm. And they couldn't fly their way to the Big Ten quick enough. More than ever before in these modern times, if you have a chance to get that kind of do-re-me and you don't go under, and you don't have to worry about furloughing people, and you want to continue to pay coaches and have those kind of facilities, 
I warned people, Ian Fitzsimmons, after that pandemic slowed down, how are they going to get back that money? Because they were going to find a way to do that. And what's the best way to do that is be somewhere where you don't have to worry about money coming into your program or coming into your conference. And anybody else that doesn't want to be a part of that, everybody else has to be damned in that situation. And what did you make of four ACC teams saying thanks but no thanks to Stanford and Cal? Personally, it was expected. Exactly, because Stanford, Stanford doesn't resonate when it comes to money in the ACC. It doesn't. Now, let Notre Dame show up. Notre Dame's going to be in the ACC. If Notre Dame says, you know what, we're tired of being an independent. We want to join the ACC. Man, they would literally walk on bloody stumps oh, of course to get would. Notre Dame to the ACC. Because, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't but. see it. Oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, Notre Dame's their own conference. They're yep. not joining anybody. But when you can have that kind of stroke where people say, you make our conference better when it comes to TV ratings and money, that's why Stanford doesn't resonate. That's why ACC looked at them and Cal and said, thanks, but no thanks, because that's not helping their conference, especially they want to keep Florida State and keep Clemson from going to the SEC when it's all said and done. Uh, you're not lying. But I'll tell you this, on a, on, a, on a different note, Yeah, it's good to have Florida State preseason top 10 again because the college uh-huh. game is so much better yep. when the traditional powers mm-hmm. are mighty yet again. And yeah. Florida State, that's a damn good football team, yeah. and I can't wait to yeah. see them against LSU week one. Yeah. And by the way, hey, Miami, uh, now, now the gauntlet's you know, been laid yeah. down. I, I think Mara Crystal Ball's going to get that turned around. But, yeah, if you're going to have the ACC not just be Clemson and the Clemsonettes, then you not just need Florida State, but you need Miami to be a part of that no as well, doubt. to get that rivalry and keep that going. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Cohen. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app and ESPN2. The who is that spe- sneaky NFL team that could be better than you think? We'll give you ours, and we'll hear yours. Who's that sneaky NFL team that could be better than you think? Find our answers next on ESPNU and ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. That sneaky NFL team that could be better than you think. We'll let you know exactly who we believe that team could be this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPN2. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. But a couple of people want to weigh in. The Fitzsimmons household, they have a new dog, y'all, which means that Ian falls further and further and further down the Fitzsimmons family totem pole when it comes to importance. Not just a new dog, a stray, a 10-day-old puppy found underneath a log by a lake, by my wife, mm-hmm. 
And now <laughs> I just get this text message right. from my brother Devin, uh-huh. who coaches with the Carolina Panthers. For me, people may not know, he's up early. He's a grinder. He just screenshot a picture <laughs> of my beautiful bride <laughs> feeding this 10-day-old abandoned puppy uh-huh. left to die with right. a bottle. He screenshot it to the entire family thread. Mm-mm. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't know this picture was going to be on national damn television. Hey, you texted it to me and Pat Costello. What did you think you, was going to happen? Yeah, but it was to show you guys context of how small this little puppy is. I'm sorry. Have you not met Pat Costello and me before? Cost- uh, so it was Costello or Yates? Which one of these it, guys it, it, did it? It, it, it was Pat I, Costello. It was hey, honey, when you wake up and Guilty. you see this, it's, it's Costello. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't do it. In fairness had, to me, <laughs> I didn't what take the fairness? pic. Exactly. I didn't get divorced. Exactly. You said you t- Took the picture. Right. She's gonna call in Ray guy yeah. and the punt team, yeah. man. I'm I was out of your booty. Yeah. Ian, this is not a problem. Dog today, divorce tomorrow. This right. is on you. This is on you. You're, 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 you're really gonna need that second mattress you now. You really are now. Yeah. Uh huh. You really are. I am deep fried like yeah. a turkey in Louisiana on Thanksgiving. Put it. Put it this Done. way. Whatever pod you got to say, as my dad would say, you better keep her. I know it's cheaper. Hey, for the, I, I promise you, Costello. Or so it was Costello, not Yates. I can yeah, see he just Yates got like, look, my, that, that joint got hacked. I don't even really <laughs> airdrop or something. Airdrop I happened. I don't even know how that happened. Well Nita done, Meyer, dead. Me, yeah, yeah, dead. dead. Costello, Completely. it's your fault. You got to yeah. blame Apple support, dog. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Apple you really support. do. So what should the name of the puppy be? Gunny, Abby, or Ducky? JC in Alabama at 888-729-3776. JC, what should it be and why? Hey, what's up? Uh, is that a hot sauce, Freddy? I've been wanting to say that ever since, but uh, okay. what's the name? The dog name should be Ducky. Okay. See, that's that's my that's favorite. Leader right there. Of the clubhouse that's right the now. Leader right now. Because guess what? The dog isn't going anywhere. If anybody's going anywhere after this show, yes. it's going to be Dad. It's it, going to be me. It, it, put it this way: it, it, at this point, we may have to give you a new name <laughs> for not being in the house anymore. I'm going to be on a milk carton soon. <laughs> have you seen this man? Right. If it's if it's alias, you know. Silver alert: fifty-one <laughs> year old male gone missing. <laughs> Alan, California, what should be the new name? Your choices are Gunny, Abby, or Ducky when it comes to Ian Fitzsimmons and the new puppy in the household. Oh, he he didn't want to give the name? Alan, California? Just like the Pac-12, just out. Yeah. <laughs> gone. Have I said too much? Drop. Have I gone too far it's with that? Free. Can I tell you what Al's name was going to be, though? What was it going to be? He pitched the name Raven because it's a very dark okay. color, and dark also color. they found it in a ravine. Well, there we go. <laughs> I, it kind of ties that in a little bit. I don't mind that. Sure. I don't mind that. Allie on Twitter says, an ex, I should say, says, for the new puppy, it should be Lincoln, like the old Lincoln log, since he was found under a log. Okay. <laughs> like, I have zero, I have zero, zero influence <laughs> on what this puppy's name is going to really be. You really do. I mean, when the bride comes in crying, carrying said dog, now feeding child from a box, wow. waking up, it's like, it's like being in the NIC unit. I mean. Yeah. It wow. literally, she was up at one thirty and four thirty, feeding our newborn. That's what we have in this household right now—a newborn. I mean, I knew you weren't that important in the household. Can't believe you're showing the picture again. Well, of course. I mean, come on, you know when you show puppies or kittens, you know how that's going to go. Yeah, if you're listening on radio, uh, I sent mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> Yates and Costello and Freddie a picture, you know, just, just to describe how tiny this little uh-huh. rescue dog is. 
And next thing you know, it's on national TV with my yeah. wife. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I mean, covered in mud after, after having rescued the pup. You know, uh-huh. in a tank top, holding the dog, hair. You know, just actually, she looks kind of sexy to be honest with you. But anyway, well, but she, well, she, she's definitely sexy. Number one, number two, boy, talk about marrying way above her, your way above your head. Oh no doubt. Good no lord, doubt. Again, man. She tracked straight. She grabbed. She grabbed this one twenty years ago. Yes, she did. It's about to get kicked out. <laughs> you got to KYP know your personnel. <laughs> <laughs> You know how that goes. Hunt team! Uh, so keep weighing in on, on X at Coleman ESPN and at Ian Fitz ESPN. The leaders in the clubhouse right now, naming the new Fitzsimmons dog, Ducky's the leader. But you got Gunny, Abby, or Ducky. Those are your choices. Let us know, and we'll try to find a way to make sure that dog has a name if it doesn't have one by the end of the day. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio. Real quick, give me a sneaky NFL team that a lot of people think, I don't know, but could be better than people think in your opinion, Ian. We go Green Bay. Uh, you know they've really? got eight draft picks uh, at, at what first or second round on the defensive side of the ball. Those guys finally have to show up. Uh, but I think Jordan Love's going to be better than most people think. Okay, I mean, a lot of people are expecting him just to absolutely stink up the joint. Right, uh, he's got talent. Go back to when you know you, you, we watched him at Utah State. That's why he was a first round pick. You talked to his former head coach Matt Wells, who's now an analyst at, at Oklahoma. You know, it, it, you better sit down for a good half hour ride because he he's not going to shut up about what kind of a leader Jordan Love is. Now right. it's his team, it's his huddle, it's his room. Uh, he's finally going to get some consistent burn. I think Jordan Love's going to be a lot better than most people think in a wide open division okay. for the I'll, first time in a long yeah. time. I'll give you a team in that same kind of area, but on a different side in, in the AFC. Keep an eye on the Cleveland Browns, man. Their defense is going to be really, really good. Talking about that for a month or so now. Yeah, I mean, just something about that team. They're going to run the football at Nick Chubb. Amari Cooper is going to be terrific. Deshaun Watson, he looks anywhere near the guy that we saw that last year in the Houston Texans when that organization completely collapsed around him, but he didn't quit on that team even though they quit on him. Whatever he has been involved in, that is getting further and further into the rearview mirror. If he's anywhere near that, would Elijah Moore, they get him, Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Njoko to tie in in that defense – that in the best division of football, the AFC North end, that Browns team could be a potential nine ten win team. They got to stay healthy. Also, that's a because you're, you're right. They, they've got talent. Guys like Grant Delpit on the back end of that. Absolutely, defense, yeah. Got to stay healthy. Yep. Denzel Ward, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. But yeah, I like the Green Bay pick because you have to Aaron Rodgers with that defense as well. They can maybe do some things post Aaron Rodgers. So those are two teams we got. Sneaky NFL teams can be better than people think. The rush when it comes to NFL quarterbacks and the right or wrong with it. If there is a right or wrong. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. This is ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next.